Welcome to the Which Was Better podcast, The B-Sides, aka a bi-weekly bonus book chat featuring me and Dory from All the Feels Pod. Every other week, we're going to chat about what we read, what we are reading, and what we're excited to read, with a few other bits thrown in here and there. Will there be opinions? Yes. Will there be levels of iced tea involved? Yes. <laughs> Will we be drinking? Maybe. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. So welcome to one more chapter. Dory, it's here. It's here. It's happening. We're doing I could it. cry. I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, okay, here's where I'm gonna confess to you that I have been wanting to ask you to do this for like weeks, but I was like, she's gonna think I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> She's <laughs> gonna be like, why are you so obsessed with me? Stop it. Well, here's but, where yeah. I confess to you that I was like, how do I tell Lisa <laughs> <laughs> that I think <laughs> I should be on her <laughs> podcast more? <laughs> So fate brought us together because eventually, okay, for the listeners, I sent Dory a text and I was like, what would you say to being on a week, a semi-weekly bonus episode? And I don't even think I finished the text and you were like, yes. Uh-huh. And <laughs> could you tell everyone about how quickly I responded to that text? Yeah. Like, seriously, I don't even think I was done typing. She was like, yes, <laughs> I'm in. I'm like, I didn't it even tell you was, what it was. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like I had been waiting for it and conjuring it. And I squealed. I was so excited. <gasps> Seriously. And this all came about really quickly. So we are very excited because hopefully on the quote unquote off weeks where we're not covering, you know, where the podcast is not covering a book and a movie, we're going to bring you some book chats. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we love to read and we want to talk about those things that we read. That's right. And we have a lot to say. Yes. And we want to force all these opinions on you. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> In advance, we're just going to say yes. So mainly we'll be chatting about romance, but like I've alluded to before, I like a little murder mixed in with my romance. So every once in a while I might be talking about <laughs> a mystery or a cozy mystery, mostly kissing, but sometimes murder. Wait a minute. Do you have that on a shirt? I need it on a shirt. I you need that on a shirt. <laughs> I rock that shirt. Yes. So that's yeah, I do like a murder here and there. Not a gory one, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So before I ask you what we have been what we have read in the past couple weeks, I'd like to do something I'd like that I'd like to call get to know our shelves <laughs> I like a good pun what can I say so <laughs> so you surprised me <laughs> you surprised I'm me so that I wasn't ready <laughs> that I've been holding on to it all day <laughs> I've been holding on to it all day. I was like, I can't say it until we're recording and see what she says. Okay. I'm so I'm glad obsessed. it went over well. <laughs> so, 
every week for get to know ourselves, we're going to be throwing each other some questions. And this week, Dory had a brilliant idea. Um, I should I should stop saying every week because it'll be every other week. But you know what I'm saying. Dory had a brilliant idea that we should talk about our romance reading history. Mm-hmm. So I want you to go first. Okay. Tell um, us your journey. Your romance journey. I'm so excited <laughs> for this moment because I love hearing how people came to romance. And I got the idea because one of um, my favorite podcasts is called Faded Mates. It is a um, romance podcast. It's excellent. And in the second season of Faded Mates, um, they asked listeners to call in and share like a quick voicemail of what brought them to romance. And it was the best because you just hear all these people's stories and like you also hear not to get too cheesy but you kind of hear you know the impact that romance romance can have on people's lives like lots of people were going through a tough time found romance and it really helped them get through it a lot of people found it like in school in grad school and in college when they were super stressed and they needed an outlet a lot of people you know it helping like it has helped them come to terms with their identity and things like that so um i love this question and for me my story begins and i think i have to take it back to like college for me yes i was studying abroad and i was in italy and there was an italian bookstore that had an english language section and the English language, which was like a rare find, right? Because every other bookstore in town, like they don't have English books. Everything is in Italian. And like I was learning Italian, but I wasn't ready to read like a book. <laughs> <laughs> I could barely read a sentence, you know? <laughs> so it was like a, such a fun pilgrimage to go every like once a month and just get a bunch of paperbacks that were in English and you would get whatever they had because it was only one tiny section and the books that they had were thrillers John Grisham style which I read them all and women's fiction and I that was like the first time I had really gotten into women's fiction and i'm talking like p.s i love you um the shopaholic books were there um meg cabot had some books that were there that at the time like now looking back i'm like those meg cabot books were like romances but they were they were (laughs) (laughs) they were shelved as women's fiction And so I started reading them and I enjoyed them, especially those shopaholic books. I really loved those, the Sophie Kinsella books. Um, And that I think scratched an itch, but not quite. So from that point on for the next few years, I would read women's fiction, but not voraciously. I would maybe in the summer pick up a few new books 
women's fiction books and read them, you know, beach reads, doing the whole thing that we are marketed to as women, which we should do a whole episode on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's detrimental, right? Yes. So fast forward to a few years later, I'm living in Los Angeles and a friend, my friend Jean Arthur, if you're listening, Jean, hi. She, <laughs> Jean is one of those people who is very generous. And so she just gives you stuff. Like if you go into her, your, her apartment and you're like, oh my God, I love those shoes. She's like, oh, do you want them? <laughs> and so she had just finished these. She had just finished a Nora Roberts book that she got at Target. And she handed it to me and she said, I think you'll like this. And the book was Vision in White from the Bridal, it's a Bridal Quartet, right? By Nora Roberts. And I knew who Nora Roberts was, but not really. I just knew that she was a very mm. prolific author. Like you, if you are a reader, she's, you know, you've come in to contact with like a cover, a story about her, a section in a bookstore. And you're like, damn, that lady wrote a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> so I read Vision in White and I was freaking hooked. I was like, okay, this woman can write. I love that this is a love story with like passion and romance and like swoony moments. But I loved that it was more than that, too. It was about these female friendships and it was about these friends who start a business and it was about their careers and it was about loss and finding love and finding themselves. And it to me was everything that like contemporary romance can and should be. I don't even think when I was reading Vision in White that I realized it was romance. I was just, you know, like I didn't because I had always thought that romance was a historical novel with Fabio on the cover. Like that's what right. the media, that is what men tell us romance is. And I always thought it was that section of the bookstore, like kind of in the back corner with all the covers of white guys with long blonde hair, like kissing a half-dressed woman. And I was like, I don't read that. That's not for me. I don't right. read that. Right. But after reading Vision in White, I was like, mm, I'm going to have to do some research. So I started reading more of Nora Roberts' books. And from there, I was like, okay, I want to branch out from Nora. She's amazing, but like, I want to see what else is out there. And so I found um, some lists online from different publications that were like different types of romances. And I found Sarah McLean's nine rules book, which is like such a good historical. That's the one that got me into historicals. I really love sports. So I was like, are sports romances a thing? Sure enough. Like I found JC Burton's books and her play by play series, which I freaking love and still read to this day, especially those first three books. They're just so damn good and hot. Um, <laughs> and just from there, like I just kept going and going and going and getting deeper and deeper and deeper into romance. And um, 
nothing makes me happier. So that's how I kind of came to it. I think a lot of women come by way of women's fiction. A lot of people come by way of women's fiction, but like romance is different and it's special and I prefer it. And I don't read women's fiction anymore. End of story. (laughs) It's, it's interesting, right? Because I feel like, our journeys are similar, minus the Italy part, because I did not go to Italy, <laughs> but where I st- also started with, you know, quote unquote, women's fiction, mm-hmm. because I was in my 20s and I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those, you know, older women that are in the romance uh-huh. department at Half Price Books, like just stacked to the gills, like with, with these, their like, Fabio books. Worth of, you know, and I was just like, that's, I'm above that. I was such a snob about it. I talked about this briefly on um, the last, um, which was better, which the wedding date mm-hmm. one. And, you know, when the Bridget Jones diary explosion happened, that real like messy confessional type mm-hmm. thing, I was like into it. And I quickly grew out of it. But I was trying to read more of those type books. And I'm like, that's, that's where I like it. Not really realizing that I actually, looking back, I kept trying to find Mm -hmm. my quote unquote author, because I didn't realize at the time that I was after the happily ever after Mm -hmm. the ending. And I wasn't getting those in some of these because some of these end on cliffhangers, some of these aren't always happily ever after. Some of them are, you know, and so I was like, why am I not finding my groove with Mm -hmm. these? And so I honestly, I stopped reading for a little while. And, you know, then, you know, I was, I got pregnant. I was working a lot. I got pregnant and I, and here's where my story gets a little, (laughs) a little interesting. So I, I remember when my kids were just born, we had, we were living in Dallas. They were ba- like in like newborns. And by the time I had them in March and by the time August had rolled around, I was, we moved to a new city. We, I was back at work and the kids were at home with my husband because he was working from home at that time. And so within a very short period of time, a lot of stuff happened mm-hmm. and I was not doing mm-hmm. well mentally. Um, it took me a long time to realize it, but all those changes at once, giving birth, moving, changing jobs, all of a sudden being back at work full time as an athletic trainer, which means like 14 hour days Ooh. and not and not seeing my babies. It was it was intense. And it was that was around the time when we were we were living in a little like townhome, and um, we were getting Entertainment Weekly. And I remember picking it up and saying, "Oh, that's the kid from Harry Potter," mm-hmm. which was Robert Pattinson. It was the first Twilight movie cover on Entertainment Weekly. It was him and Kristen Stewart in their goth looking yep. thing because they were advertising the new Twilight. And I'm like, "Oh, that's that book." I would see it, the book in the bookstores, you know, the big stand, because it was by that time a phenomenon, Mm -hmm. but I was so out of the reading game, I had no idea. But I remember seeing that cover and I went out and told my husband, I was like, this is the kid from Harry Potter, Cedric Diggory. And he was like, oh yeah. And I was like, I think these are those Twilight books. And we looked him up. He's like, yeah. So he went out for something. And when he came back, he had a copy of, he's like, here. I was like, oh, great. And at that time, I think the first three were out Mm -hmm. before the first movie came out i read it in like two days amazing 
I was Amazing. obsessed. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, I need the others. So then he went and bought me the others. And I read all those. And then that's when Twitter was happening. Mm-hmm. Like Twitter was an actual new thing. It was like late 20 or late 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. I signed up for Twitter and I found Twilight fans. What? I love that. There's other... So then it starts growing and I still, there are fan, there are people that I met in that fandom that I talk to today mm-hmm. that I still talk to. And if any of y'all are listening, everything goes back to Twi. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. <laughs> that they have gone on and had successful like pop culture careers because of all the Twilight blogs and stuff like that. But I still talk to those people. So because of that, I got really, you know, that was when YA exploded mm-hmm. and I started reading a lot of YA because I was intru- I was reintroduced to the love of reading because of Twilight. Mm-hmm. And I started like, you know, Hunger Games, like, you know, um, Divergent, all those that came out around that time. But then eventually I, again, found myself at a place where I'm not connecting with these the way I want to connect with things. And then twilight fan fiction came into my universe yes where yes where you can take this story and make it after dark yes and that's when i was like i'm probably a romance reader and i just never admitted it to Mm -hmm. myself because that's the stories i gravitated to so some of these twilight fan fiction writers have actually become very successful published authors and no i am not talking about 50 shades y'all enough with that (laughs) business that is not what i'm talking about i'm talking about christina lauren yep obsessed with their books you know but that opened up a whole new world because i was like there's there's romance stories out there and i need to stop being me (laughs) and from that moment once i realized that and once i understood that that's the stories i want to connect with you know relationships and yes romance obviously but the connections and the growth and the space in those stories that women are given Uh to explore countless countless stories and situations and attitudes some of them are messy some of them aren't you know whatever Mm -hmm. there's something for everyone in romance which is part of the reason why i love it agree you like sports romances you find it Mm -hmm. you know some you know some people like contemporary some people like historical you know and everything you can think of some people like surprise pregnancy some people like friends to lovers some people you know whatever right it's all there somebody's out there writing it and they're waiting for you to read it and it's i love it i love it so much and now i mean now i'm 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 that woman i'm be i'm being the bookstore my favorite is when the romance is backed up to the ya because then one of my kids she's obsessed and she goes in there and then i'm in there and so we're like right there together and we're both bookshopping that is so freaking cute <laughs> oh my god i can't handle it i'm like great we can see each other you go right here and i'll go right here and we'll shop that. and then we'll come together <laughs> i love that so yeah but I will say this. I want to do a throwback because when I was younger, I did run into, and I think I have to, I think I have to attribute this to my sister. Stephanie, if you listen to this and this is not from you, then I'm sorry, but 
I want to say it's through her. I found the Laverl Spencer books when I was younger. Oh, did you? Girl, like those are some, I mean, she, this is a long time ago and she wrote like a lot of it's like Western stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the, (laughs) that time, but there's a special place in my heart for those because they're so, (laughs) they're older and I still have those paperbacks, like from like the 80s and i will still read I them love that. <laughs> i love like an old school just bonkers romance because some of these are like insane but they just imprint on you you know male like yeah mail order brides like what am i thinking what am i thinking reading this like yeah uh, there was one where um this really wealthy family the daughter ends up sleeping with one of the hired help and he gets her pregnant and they have to run up i mean what am i reading i'm like what am i doing as a teenager but i loved it romance is I just love, I still love the best and i really hate and i think that this is changing in a large part because social media but i hate that we both kind of talked ourselves out of liking it for so long and because you are just fed that it is that they are like silly frivolous books that are only about sex and like that you know they're just silly and they're stupid and it's amazing and no one necessarily told me that like no one ever like I cannot recall a conversation in my life where my mother or someone close to me was like, oh, romance novels are stupid. But like you, society really imprints that on you like and you internalize it. And I will never forget after I had gone on my Nora Roberts binge, I went to the library, walked in and I was like, I'm going to try a historical. I got Sarah McLean's Nine Rules paperback this was before e-readers walked up to the circulation desk and the guy made fun of me like made some (gasps) snide comment about the book and that lisa is the moment i became a romance reader because i was like well screw you yeah i can read what i want these books are making me happy and almost in defiance. I was like, I'm going to come back here every week with a new yeah. set of romances. With a stack that's of right. And you can make your snide comments. But like, that's the moment I knew that I was a romance reader because I didn't like feel bad about myself. I was just like, well, this is who I am. And this, you know, jerk is going to have to deal with it. I will never forget that moment. Cause it's like, I had put the baggage. I finally unpacked that baggage. However it got to me. And I was like, no, this is making me happy. And so I'm going to keep reading these books and they have carried me through some dark times. Hello, 2020. Uh, Yeah. And I'm going to say that I hate that that happened to you because that's That's the the worst. worst. But I am glad that you had that moment of like, uh, no, and that you found, you know, you found yourself even more. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm, I'm glad. It's, it sucks that you had. I had somebody do that to me when I went back to the gym after an extended absence, and I'm like, Ugh. are you kidding me? He was like, oh hey, <laughs> it looks like you haven't been here in a while. And what? I was like, 
and I will never come back. I was like, why don't I just cancel my membership now? I'm like, do you even realize that I have like super anxiety and you just made me <sighs> cave in on myself? <laughs> it was the worst. So I get, yes, Girl. it's the worst. I'm like, it costs nothing. This, you know, it's cost zero dollars to say yeah, nothing. Say but. nothing, dude. I'm so sorry that happened. I, oh. Well, I'm sorry it happened to you. People are the worst. So, well, I'm glad. See, look, this is get to know, get to know ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say it over and over again. Okay. We need that on a shirt. We need, uh, we need so many things on shirts. So, so next week you have to ask me something that I'm not prepared for next time. And I already know. We'll surprise. Oh, yay. Okay. We'll surprise ourselves with bookish questions. Yeah. Okay. So what, what have you read in the past couple of weeks? Like, what do you, what'd you finish? So I just finished Fix Her Up by Tessa Bailey. Yes. And <laughs> let me tell you guys, <laughs> I have been in a little bit of a reading rut, which happens from time to time. And it is yes. always the problem is always me. The problem is never the books, because there are some books that I've started and then just not been feeling it. The reading rut has come on and I've come back to those books months later, years later and loved them. It's me. It's usually like I'm super stressed. I'm super anxious. And there's just nothing is getting me over the hump. Well. Miss Tessa Bailey, ma'am, ma mm. you pulled me out of my rut. And I so much so that I joined her Facebook group, <laughs> Bailey's Babes. No, yes. that's awesome. And as Lisa knows, I have I have quite an aversion to Facebook. Like I don't really go on there. And I hadn't joined a group in years possibly a decade but i was like you know what i'm a bailey's babe i got <laughs> i gotta join so i just finished fix her up and fix her up is part she has a three book series um that's the first book the main character's name is georgie and friends <laughs> she is a clown for child for children's birthday parties okay she is a clown and she falls in love with a washed up former baseball player who has come back to their small town to pick up the pieces of his life after a career ending in, um, injury. And it is a delight. Like it is so good. <sighs> Tessa Bailey is the queen of dirty talk as she is known. She, she knows how to write an alpha hero. And this book is funny and sweet and sexy and great. Mm. Yes. I think I actually have that in my Kindle somewhere. It's a delight. Like it just had me laughing. And at first <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, I'm not going to like this. A, this girl is a clown. Literally. B, she's like 25. And I normally like my heroines a little older. And yeah. she starts the book really catering to this guy and like really like trying to help him and fix him. 
And I was like, this is not for me. I don't want her fix him. Let him fix him, fix um, himself. But then something happens and she takes control of her life. And it is a real rah-rah moment. And from then on, I was like, Georgie, you're my queen. You're my hero. I love this book. Oh, I love it. Yes. Okay. So fix her up. Yes. Yes. Fix by Tessa Bailey. What about you? Okay. Um, and I feel like we're going to probably find a way to link all of these or at least put a list so that way people can go back and look at them. We'll figure out something. I'm not sure yet, but we'll figure out something, y'all. Okay. For me, I I have to blame this one on you. <laughs> I will take the blame. Because you got me started on Virgin River. <laughs> The show. Oh, Lisa. Which I was not I was not prepared no, for. I came crashing and in. Now it's my now it's my life. And I went ahead and checked out the first book of the series and I read it. And I don't want to give anything away. Okay, so it's Virgin River, Virgin River number one by Robin Carr. And I don't want to give anything away because if anybody's watched the show and wants to read yeah. the books, I'm not gonna like spoiler it, but I will say they do so many people wrong in this show after you read the book. Oh, I like I'm reading the book and I'm just I'm seeing the names and I'm seeing the same names as in the show, and I'm like <gasps> mm-hmm. They did these people so wrong in the show. <laughs> oh no! Oh. I, uh, and it's mess. This book is messy, <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. It was so fun. It was it was a ride. It you know fun. I'm gonna read it, and I can't wait to read it. And you did text me and say, you know, they did a couple of characters yes. dirty. So yes, they did. Yeah. So if anybody has watched the show and likes the show, I just want to caution you. The book is very good. It was fun. But it is not mm-hmm. the same. And I'm afraid you might get mad. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> but I still like, I have to treat them separately because they are separate things. And I get that. But, you know, we need to discuss. Once you've read the book, then we need to do a, an, a which was we better. We do episode on these because we do all right i'm in i'm gonna read it okay it's your turn what you got next? so the next book that i finished recently was rebel king by (laughs) kennedy ryan um this is in her kingmaker duet and i don't even know if I can properly convey my feelings about Kennedy Ryan, like she opened up a new romance door for me in a lot of ways, which I'll talk about on a later episode. Um, But that woman can write. Damn, that woman can write. (laughs) Like... I don't even understand how she is this talented and the Kingmaker series is about what I love is that I mentioned the podcast faded mates that I really like, but faded mates is also one of my favorite tropes, but faded mates is really hard to do in contemporaries, especially right. Right. Because it's hard to factor in like an independent woman with free will, but still have 
which are other things I love, but still have the Faded Mates component. But Kennedy Ryan does it. She writes a lot of these stories where characters meet when they're younger and they are destined to be together. They usually separate and grow on their own and come back to each other. And that's what happened happens in the Kingmaker series. It is about a political operative. She is a Native American woman. She falls in love with this rich, handsome, so, so amazing man when they're young. Yes. As Lisa holds up <laughs> Rebel King on her phone. Yes. I'm like, these covers, The covers man. are delicious. Maxim <sighs> is the hero. He is delicious. Nyx is our um, Lennox. Nyx. She is our heroine. And it is about this epic romance that they share from the time that they are She's in high school, he's in college, and then they come back together um, post-college, and it's about just how they keep coming back to each other. I don't want to give anything away because it's a really amazing and layered story, but it is about these two incredibly headstrong, independent, brilliant, beautiful people who are destined to be together, and... There is drama. Um, it is hot. It it's just delightful. It's so good. Kennedy Ryan, we love you. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm like, okay. I have. I need. I need more hours in I the know. day. That's what it comes down to. And all readers think like that. We all need to be independently wealthy and just have several hours a day just to read it exactly you'll you um, will love i also and lisa <laughs> lisa also knows i recommended i read queen move by kennedy ryan and yeah. i immediately texted lisa and i was like you have to read this book and lisa's like i already have it i just i have so many books to read <laughs> <laughs> my pile man i just i gotta get through i'm like this is the summer that i need to tackle i know this, this tbr pile so okay so for my next one it's a new one that's coming out next week and it's our favorite terry oh, wilson queen terry it's her newest one with hallmark so it's it's um there's you can sip some iced tea, but you don't need you don't need like gallons of iced tea because it's mm-hmm. you know it's Hallmark. But it's Once Upon a Royal Summer. It's her theme park royalty where the lead is a theme park princess and she meets a real I prince. love this premise more than I can even say. Like this is brilliant. Why hasn't it been done a million times before? It's perfect. It's so stinking oh. cute. And he starts out so grumpy which i love a gr- i'm a sucker for a grumpy dude i'm a sucker for a stoic grumpy dude just injected into my veins and he starts out that way and you know what i did enjoy about it and i don't think this is really giving anything away because i don't want to spoil anything what i did like about it was that it was not completely contained in the theme park. i love that they, they eventually go to his country oh. And she is very much a fish out of water and there's some villains and there's some, you know, 
people that are ready to see her fail. And yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's really sweet and it's really cute and I very much enjoyed it. So Terry Wilson's new one, it comes out next Tuesday, I believe. Oh, Terry. I know. Can we have her on the podcast and ask her how she came to romance? <laughs> <laughs> please just come on just for a please, few minutes. Just tell us your story. Please us with your presence. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you can't go wrong. No. You can't go no. wrong with Terry. That woman can write a book. For real. So there was a lot of, you know, a lot of longing looks i'm sure i do love me yeah so yeah all right so my i've got one more for everybody and i do too one one more more each i i recently finished the rogue of fifth avenue by joanna shoop now this is a historical and i don't read historicals that often but i do like them I'm just more of a contemporary reader. And Joanna Shoup is known for writing Gilded Age books. So they're like eight late 1800s. And this book takes place in New York City. We've got a socialite by the name of Mamie Green who falls in love with her father's lawyer, Frank Tripp. And she needs his help with a sensitive matter. She is kind she has kind of fashioned herself um the Robin Hood of New York City. I think I've read this. Go ahead. And Sorry. she so the book starts out where she's at a gambling. She's at a casino. Yes. And she's like picking a guy's pocket. And she's picking his pocket to that. She clearly, she doesn't need the money. She's rich, Um, but she wants to help others in need. And so she needs Frank Tripp to help a friend of hers who uh, get off for a crime. And he is like the city's most brilliant lawyer, but never does criminal cases. Like he, he is, he caters to the rich and famous, Um, but he has some secrets that he's hiding. And, it's a delightful book. Joanna Shoup is wonderful. I had never read a Gilded Age book before, and this was such a fun time period to kind of jump into. And this is the first book in a series, and I've heard that the books, that, that like each book gets better. So I'm really excited because it starts off strong. I really liked The Rogue of Fifth Avenue. Okay, so I, I read that, but I... <sighs> I have not read any others. So you and I need to. Yes. Keep we going need to book club. And then compare yes. notes. <laughs> we need to book club it. And then mm-hmm. compare notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I have my last one with me because normally I read on my um, Kindle because it's just, it's just easy. I know I'm married to a book dealer. And the fact that the looks that he gives me, he's like, I cannot believe you read ebooks when my life is physical books and i'm like i'm sorry i just click one buy and you're breaking there. his heart <laughs> oh my does God, he sorry. ever read but i do check out does library. he ever read ebooks though not really man he's committed but he doesn't read a lot of fiction he reads honestly he reads books about books which is so nerdy i love it i know he saw you married a book dealer who reads <laughs> books about books <laughs> yes 
writes books about books and then like historicals. Like right now he's reading Red Summer, which is about like with the Tulsa mm-hmm. massacre. Like he reads like he reads he loves history. He loves arming himself with all mm-hmm. of the knowledge and then Yes. So right now, so he reads books and like that, and then books about books, and then I read fiction. <laughs> and have you ever slipped him a romance to read, perhaps about a romance about a rare book dealer? I know, but I do. There's so many cozy mysteries about book dealers, and I'm like, come on, just read this one. And he's just not a fiction guy. I yeah, I no, actually, I shouldn't say it because he does like Stephen okay. King. And he loves Joe Lansdale mm-hmm. and he loves um, like Neil Gaiman. Like, yeah. You know, he's I was dude. about to say so, dude okay. books. Okay. So are you ready for my, I'm really my last excited. one? Because I've got it with me. I'm holding it up. Y'all can't <gasps> see it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it is like Lovers Do by Tracy Lips. Is it Lipsay or Livesay? Do you Livesey? say that? I don't want to say I it usually wrong. say Livesey, Livesey, but I'm not quite sure. I think it's Livesey. I should have looked it up. But it's like Lovers Do. It's a girl's trip novel. It's book two. And I feel bad because I didn't read book one. But this cover was here. I actually checked it out a couple of weeks. Like the, when my library first opened and I didn't get to it. And I was so mad. And I rechecked it out. And I read it in like a day and so a half. So good. So freaking good so um it follows a she's a doctor she's a surgeon and she's going into a fellowship for orthopedic surgery which right off the bat i was like i'm obsessed with her because as an athletic trainer who worked with orthos like orthopedic surgeons right away i was like Mm -hmm. i love her because that was what i did for half my life i mean obviously not a surgeon but being in sports medicine and all of her stuff at the beginning and all of her job like Mm -hmm. yes i totally identify with this and even as goofy as it sounds (laughs) even the part where she was like i straightened my Mm -hmm. hair because i wanted to fit in and now i wear it like Mm -hmm. curly and i'm just like I just I fell in love with her absolutely just in love with her and she is like finishing up her residency and she lives well she lives in the same house as a a guy named Ben and they end up having to do a fake relationship and (laughs) they uh, over a weekend and they share a bed and y'all I just (laughs) It's so good, you guys. It's so good. I had the biggest book hangover. Seriously, I was like, I can't even want to read another book. I just want to read this one again. It was so stinking good. And whoo, some of those scenes, man. Listen, she didn't know what she was in for because this is a friend's, like a friend's to lover's romance. And she underestimates that man. And she is not ready for what he has to offer. She is. There is a dog in this apartment complex that he hates. Oh. <laughs> and that dog just went out for a walk and he looked like he was going to oh. murder that dog. Maybe it's an enemies to lover situation. We just need to meet. <laughs> we just need to get them to meet in the right circumstances. Yes. And have them save like the dog park or something. Well, 
they'll work well, together. Well, we revere Miss Tracy here because she is a queen. That series is great. I can't wait for the third book. And I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. Oh my God. I have to go back and read the first you one. You do. Because I was, I could tell, I mean, I knew it was book two, but I could tell at the beginning when they were talking about one of the other characters, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I bet. And then I went back and read the description. I'm like, yep, they, she already had yep. her thing because they were kind of backfilling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. So this is it. So I got to go back and read, but I already had this one. I was like, I'm not letting no. it go again. And I started reading it and legit like a, a day and a half later I was done and I just, I couldn't stop. I was like cooking and reading. I was like doing something because I was like, I can't just, I can't just put it down. It's, it's so. And you're right. She does a really great job of kind of depicting what it's like to be a woman in such a male dominated field. And not only like a male dominated field, but like a field full of men who are incredibly privileged and hold a lot of power and how tough it is to be seen and valued and treated fairly um, for women in all different careers and kind of the sports medicine field. Well, that, and she goes on, she goes on this, you know, fake extended date with Ben to Martha's Vineyard and it's him and all of his white friends and you see all the Mm -hmm. microaggressions and, you know, it's things like this that I'm like, this is why people need to expand their reading world because, if you don't experience, you know, microaggressions, then this is your way to understand some of the things that you say. Yep. You don't, you're like, oh, I just, what did I, well, now you see from a perspective why some of the things that you think are innocent are very yep, problematic. And it's weaved in beautifully into this, you know, romance book. But again, it's a way to step outside yourself and experience, mm-hmm. you know, experience people's point of views and i'm just like expand your reading circle that is the theme of this podcast (laughs) is read more authors of all different backgrounds ages races ethnicities nationalities like i don't think people really realize until they become romance readers just how vast the genre is and that's just like traditional those in traditional publishing like i'm not even touching on or thinking about right now indie which is its whole other world like you can tap into anyone's experience through these books i mean even just i mean we're not even talking about you know in terms of race or even you know religion we're talking about like okay maybe you want a story a love story between a woman and two men yeah done it's out there it's out there maybe yeah maybe you want a story between you know a man and an alien Mm -hmm. done it's out there whatever whatever you want to read it's out there somebody's writing it and they're waiting for you i can't wait for people to hear some of these episodes because one of the trends in romance right now is monster romances and I have thoughts. So just buckle in, friends. We've got so much to discuss. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, when I get my new Kindle, because right now I'm reading on a phone screen and it's fine, but I need one of those. You need the book. I need a I need a paper white. You know, I need the anti-glare. You know what I mean? And once I get that and I get back my Kindle Unlimited, it's all over for (laughs) y'all. 
<laughs> I can't wait for that moment. I'm about to, I'm about to read these 80 page novellas <laughs> that are just porn just with plot. Bonkers. I'm ready. So, so speaking of what are you reading this weekend or what is your, and your reading plans for the next week so, or so? I am, I'm usually juggling, juggling multiple books. So here's what yes. I'm looking forward to. Um, okay. Well, no, I'll start with what I'm definitely reading this weekend. So I'm definitely reading Neon Gods by Katie Robert. <gasps> yeah, started it. So this yes. is something that Lisa and I are both going to read. And I'm sure we're going to have lots of thoughts about. Um, Katie is a queen. She writes really hot books. And this this is a little bit of catnip for me because I love mythology and I love a Hades Persephone story. And this is what that is. So I am ready and so super excited. So excited. Yes. Yes. Um, do you want me to mention the other ones I have on deck or are you going to yeah. go? Okay. Yeah. There you go. So in addition to that, I did mention that I enjoy a sports romance. And one of my favorite sports romance authors is Alexa Martin. And if y'all haven't read Miss Alexa, she's amazing. And she had a book that came out. Oh, girl, I don't even know. It was during the pandemic. So I missed reading it because my brain was everywhere else than books for a minute. But she has a book called Snapped. And I have it. I've been meaning to read it. And I'm going to start it this weekend. And Snapped um, is about, well, she has an entire series of these books about a football team and different players and the women they fall right. in love with. And... I mean, these books have tackled like CTE. Um, they've tackled like the social media and its impact on players and just how they're like, there is no privacy anymore. And in this book in Snapped, um, it's tackling a player who takes a knee during the national anthem and how that affects his career and his relationship. And hello. 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 So I'm really excited to read that. I love Alexa Martin so much. Her writing style is really fun and unique. And her I like her characters because they talk like me and my friends. And I just think that's so fun and exciting and so cute. So that's what I've got on deck this weekend. I need to... Okay, here's what I'm going to say. As, an, as a former athletic trainer for over 20 years... I'm really hesitant to step into a lot of sports themed mm -hmm. books because most of the time my brain can't disconnect what I know from being on sidelines yeah. for 20 years. And so I always get so caught up in the minutia of stuff, which is so unfair because I think I would really enjoy them. But at the same time, I worked football yeah. for 20 years. And when I left athletic training, I was like, never again mm -hmm. i'm done i don't even watch i mean i watch college football here and there but for the most part i just i i can't so I, but i need to get over it because i know i'm missing out on a whole different world because anytime i see a sports romance i'm like ah that's uh, i can't i know well <laughs> i need to get over i it. totally get it i'm the same way with um i worked in television 
for years and I don't like Hollywood romances. I don't really read like the yeah. actor who meets the girl in the small town and they fall in love. Like I don't. I know, but I really want to read that book. That's the thing. It's like, I really want to read that book. Lisa's holding up spoiler alert, which has been on my list all year. And like, and I love Olivia Dade. And it's like, I totally get what you're saying. I just have a mental hang up yeah. where I'm like, I can't, and I can't turn it off. It's almost like we have PTSD right. from those former lives. And like we can't, it just, it's not normally like, an enjoyable experience to read those books. Like it kind of makes me stressed and a little annoyed and a little panicky. So I, I totally yeah. feel you. Yeah. And I feel bad. Cause I, I see, excuse me. I see um, Alexa Martin's books all the time and visually they're stunning, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm just like, okay, I, want, I just need, I just need to get over it. But okay. Yes. I did hold that up because I'm currently, I just started this. Olivia Dade's spoiler. Is it good? Someone about, recommended it to me. About a cosplayer who um, meets the actual like lead actor of this show that she, you know, fangirls about, and she doesn't know secretly that he writes fan fiction about the show, and she also writes fan fiction, and they've been private messaging each other for years, <gasps> years? and. And beta e beta in each other's oh fanfic gosh. stories. I really want to so read I am, it. <laughs> so I am reading this. I'm, I started Spoiler Alert. Okay. And then I started Neon Gods, but I got it on Audible. I got it on Audible too. And I'm going to listen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to listen to that one because a lot of times with, I always find that when it comes to like mythology or even like um, historical romance or just anything that's not I don't know anything that's very very heavy detail I process it better if I listen to somebody tells me it I don't know why so I I chose to get Neon Gods on Audible and then I got spoiled from the library so I'm going to finish this one and then in case I have enough time I got <gasps> you do not first comes like by Alicia Ray <laughs> you do not <laughs> yes so those are my those are my three I got like I said, Olivia Date, spoiler alert, Katie Roberts, Neon Gods, and then First Comes Like by Alicia Ray. Yes. At the library, dude, our library finally opened for in-person browsing. And since nobody's been there yet, because it's only been a couple weeks, they have all the books. Like, they're all in. They're, they're all available. So I've just grabbed oh a bunch. I was like, yes. You're inspiring me to go back to our library. Um, because I've been. So I lived in LA proper for years. So I have my library card there. I've got the county library card, the city library card. And then I moved to like a smaller city outside of LA. And so I want that library card too. You can never have too many library cards. Right. No, I get you. Yeah. And it's, it's nice because, you know, they're still enforcing masks and you only get 30 minutes, you know, to, to keep people in and out. And so you aren't just, and then um, it's all self checkout. So I'm just like, you know, me and the kids going in, getting a bunch of books. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. So that's what I've got going on this weekend through the next weekish. And then I've got one that I, you know, I've got some more that I'm reading for which was better, but I don't want to, I don't want to talk about those yet because I want those to be surprises. And so looking out into the distance, 
What are you looking forward to reading that's maybe not out yet or coming out soon? What are you waiting for? So I have on my book blog, which is y'all this book. (laughs) (laughs) That name makes me laugh every time. I'm like... Well, I kept it. So it's yallthisbook.co. It's not .com. It's .co. I actually have the .com, but I never switched it over because I'm lazy. Um, and I have actually a list of um, books coming, like upcoming releases. And so for next week on my list, I have For Vacation Only by Marlon Nix. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I believe... She goes, I love the cover because she's got purple hair. Yes, I don't know if you can see because my phone is so ugly. So cute. Um, where they meet on vacation. And then I've got Lacey Walden, The Layover. And of course, Terry Wilson, Once Upon a Royal Summer. That's what I'm that's what I'm excited about for next week. What about you? So I Kennedy Ryan's real. I talked about miss mm. ryan a bit on here and sh- her new book real just came out this week so i have some other stuff um that oh, i need yeah, to get the through cover. the cover is sick you guys it is beautiful it is like luscious like it just looks lush the colors it's gorgeous they're glowing i just i can't stop staring at it and i mean it looks like i mean it's a hollywood romance and so i might have some trouble but i i'm gonna get it on audio at some point and listen to it and if anyone can get me back into that kind of like hollywood romance it's kennedy ryan i'm obsessed with her also coming out in a couple weeks and i freaked out messaged lisa Uh about this on instagram lost my mind (laughs) there is a special audible no oh my god zero do you see him no but i can hear that's awesome he's like in the window (gasps) he's like in the freaking window zero you're killing me okay i'm sorry so um alexis daria has an audible original novella coming out called what the hex and you guys it's about witches it is a latinx story about witches that is audible only and if there's something you need to know about me it's that i love a witch and i love an audiobook and i am freaking out the cover art how cute did that art look? It's like cartoony, so cute. Everyone's at a freaking funeral and I don't know what happened, but I need to know. And the title, what the heck? <laughs> all, all of it. Okay. For the listeners, Dory sent me a screenshot <laughs> of the cover and I just, my reply was, why am I so attracted to a cartoon dude? <laughs> I mean, he's a cartoon, but he's hot. He's hot. Yeah. He's hot. 
and yeah, it comes yes. out at the end of the month. I'm super excited for what the heck. I love Alexis Daria. I'm sure we're gonna talk about her um, in subsequent episodes. She's a delight. So I've got that one on my radar. And now that I am in a full Tessa Bailey tailspin, I'm really excited for it happened one summer which everyone is talking about um it comes out in july and yay do you have it do you have the art <laughs> no no it's no it's oh, on my list no it's oh just my on gosh. my list on my website Lisa, no, I'm sorry. I'm passed out <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i really my face was just like if she has an arc i'm moving into her house so that i can read it <laughs> <laughs> no, so what happened one summer is um tessa bailey i saw her talk about it and she said that it's like her love letter to alexis rose who is her favorite character on schitt's creek and yes. i mean you had me at alexis rose i need this book and she falls in love apparently with like a curmudgeon hot bearded fisherman i don't know what else needs to be said about reading that book i mean i think every i think if you're like trying to get into romance and you loved schitt's creek and you like hallmark movies which i actually think is a lot of people who follow both of us like right Probably, like yeah. that kind of intersection um yes it happened one summer will probably be a really fun place for you to start your romance journey um, i'm very excited about that one too it is on my list and i really want to talk to you about the alexis daria one like i want to listen to it and then we talk about you it because... oh the one well, I'm listening because to. I want... yeah 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 what the yes heck? the hex one because when I was younger, are you gonna tell me? Are so, you gonna reveal that you are a witch <laughs> right now? I'm gonna tell you that when I was younger, my grandma, okay, because on my mom's side, my mom is Hispanic, and so my mom's family is Hispanic. And when I was younger, I wasn't sleeping as a kid, and so my mom was concerned, but she was like, "Well, she'll probably grow out of it." And so one weekend, when I was spending the night at my grandma's house. She took me to a curandera, a Mexican witch doctor, and <laughs> my mom was so mad <laughs> when she found out. <laughs> but yeah, so now I'm like, ooh, I wonder if it'll be like in the same vein as that. Like, I remember it fully. I remember being in her house. I remember her doing the prayers on me. I remember and all did of it. And did it help? All of it. I, my grandma swears it did because I when I came back I had to drink this special tea for a few days. <laughs> listen, listen, I the me, you know the me, my Mexican side they will throw they will do some rituals on you. <laughs> I mean I've had it all done to me. I went to you know the witch doctor and I've had the egg treatment. If you're Hispanic, you know what I'm talking about, where you get an egg and you get it rolled all over you in prayers. I did the whole thing. I've had it all. So now I'm really into it because I want to know if it's anything like that. <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> I'm speechless and like <laughs> In the best possible way. I'm just picturing little Lisa at the witch doctor <laughs> being healed. 
she laid me on this bed and had this cross made out of leaves and she did all these prayers in Spanish and I mean at that point I had no idea what she was saying and my grandma like put some cash in her hand and we left with some tea and Lisa this when my mom found out she was pissed okay this (laughs) just made me so happy this made me so happy you have been to see a witch and in my head she healed you that's all I'm saying. As yeah, far yeah. as I'm concerned, the fact that you can sleep today is because of that lady. Yeah. Yeah. I was having all these nightmares or something. I don't know. I was, I was, I kept being afraid of death. I mean, I was just oh, such yeah. an odd kid. And my grandma was like, I'll fix it. I think that's also like a phase <laughs> that kids go through, right? Like they get really morbid and start thinking about like death becomes yeah. a concept to them that they, that become fully integrated in their minds. And they're like, this is real and so yeah my mom is just like she'll grow out of it and then my grandma's like or <laughs> i could take or we her put a spell on her to this little town yeah like don't you worry about it i'll get it i'll get we're it gonna sorted have so out. much fun discussing what the hex i you know i have recently yes. discovered a, an enjoyment of paranormals and so you know we're gonna have fun we're gonna have fun with that yeah we are so i think we did it i feel like this was a good first i think so too i just want to really thank you for thinking of me and for including me and for coming up with this idea for joining me because i honestly just want to talk about romance books with you all the time so we're just bringing our text (laughs) chats to the podcast is basically what's happening going to a podcast because we (laughs) yes it is talk every day (laughs) about About whatever we're not exaggerating every day (laughs) yes so y'all if you guys want to shout out your books hit us up on which was better and let us know at which was better or send an email which was better podcast at gmail.com let us know what you're reading what you're excited about what we're missing what what we need to keep an eye out for um i'm gonna try and link these books on which was better but i have a lot of them on yallthisbook.co but as far as for you where can people find you online you can find me at all the feels pod. Um, we are a Hallmark podcast, but I do tweet about romance quite a bit. Um, so come talk to me on Twitter. I'm there. I'm always down to talk about romance. It's it's only my favorite thing in the world. So yes, find me there. And oh excuse me i have to cut that part out Woo! got a little piece of ice stuck there okay so, and you can find me online on twitter and instagram at lisa fay co that's lisa fay co and of course follow the pod uh, on twitter and instagram at which was better or you can visit us online at which was better.com and i will try and put all these links in the show i do i put all the links in the show notes um but anytime you're looking for something just go to which and everything is there and yeah reach out to us let us know what you're reading let us know what you're excited about 
your romance story. Tell us your romance story and then we'll read it because we'll read it on the podcast because that Please would bring me joy. Please tell us how you came to romance, who your favorite authors are, <laughs> yes. all of that. We want to know. That would that would bring me so much joy. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, Dory. You. This was so much fun. I, I could talk it. for another five hours, but we'll save it for upcoming episodes. Yes, we will see y'all next Friday will be uh, the next, which was better episode. And then the Friday after will be another book chat and it'll just keep going back and forth, back and forth. So I hope you'll join us for the next one. And bye.